I feel inferior. I feel like such a non-man. You know what I did for prom? What? I freebased Crank and watched hockey in the hotel room. Vince <laughs> <laughs> Jack, coming at you live. Valentine's Day 2024. Feels good, right? Yeah, I know it does. Tickling your ears with our vocal cords. Our super rock hard vocal cords. Getting horny, right? Yeah, I know you are. Ready for some movie mugging to slide on in. Your ears. Take it, Jack. Yeah. Take it, Jack. I got nothing. Just, just sing something straight from your heart. Straight from my heart? Straight from your heart. All right. Buckle up, motherfuckers, you're in my house now. Your boy Jack is popping off like blah, blah, blah. Ice gun 6-1, a fucking barrel of fun. You fucking look at me wrong, I'm fucking spraying you done. I bring the pain, I make it rain, I got a heavy gold chain. You keep on talking that shit, and I'll put two in your brain. Mad clad, I'm balling out like a heavyweight bout. Yeah, I'm that crazy motherfucker your daddy warned you about. Jack out. Welcome to Movie Muggin, the father and son podcast that is missed saying, welcome to Movie Muggin. Yeah. It's been a little while, man. It's been weird. Yeah, it has been kind of weird. Yeah, it has been <laughs> kind of weird. But we're back, ladies and gentlemen. We're back. All right, well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies and having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. You know, it's interesting, maybe kind of a coincidence, that this is episode number 214. Oh, which could be the Valentine's Day episode, which is on two fourteen. Wow! All right, Jack. Now is uh, the time when we normally uh, I ask you what time it is, and uh, then I say it's lobby time with Vince and Jack. But uh, for those of you who don't know, we started another podcast called Father and Son Unfiltered, and we said that we were going to take away lobby time from movie mugging, and we were just going to it basically lobby time is Father and Son Unfiltered, kind of. And, and that's what we're doing. Yeah. Fuck, we can't do movie mugging without at least a little bit of lobby time. So uh, what do you say uh, we head on over to the lobby? Yeah. We're good, because it's lobby time with Vincent Jack. everybody welcome to the movie mug and lobbies time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to movies but i still think they're important enough to warrant some airtime so i had a month off and i still nailed it yeah yeah you, know, you did and it doesn't make sense to not have a little bit of lobby time anyway because we have a big fucking lobby and it's not like we can just sell it off and somebody come get it and take it out yeah we well, yeah, we put like billions into yeah that. marble um and Jack's talked about it before, the Lincoln Memorial type statues mm-hmm. that are in here. The all the pillars in that roof. Uh-huh. I mean, we'd save a lot of money for the uh, movie mug and Halloween spectacular decorations. Um, man, we pay those guys a lot of fucking money. Yeah, to take them down too. Mm-hmm. It takes a like a couple hundred people. Yeah, to throw up fake spider webs and put some of those spider rings in them. Um, because you gotta clip off the ring part, you know, or else they don't yeah. look as real. Yeah. So uh all right, Jack. Um so I'm going to post Malone again. 
for the third time because I love uh-huh. your mother. Yep. And uh, he's really good in concert, but and he's a cool he's a cool guy. He is. So it makes it a little bit easier to stomach. Yeah. Paying tickets every five months or whatever it is now. I know. I used to talk shit about him because he kind of has goat voice. He does the vibrato or uh-huh. whatever. And I didn't like it, but I love my wife. She loves Post Malone. And you saw him live and you became a fan. Well, that's what afterward. I'm saying. I, I went to a show and he blew me away. He was fucking great. And it got to where, okay, I can listen to Goat Boy. Now there's mm-hmm. some songs where it's a little too goaty yeah. and I tap out pretty quick. But uh, he, he's great. Seen him twice now. And now every time, like, she's like, hey, he's coming again. And I'm like, we just saw him. She's like, we're going, or I'm going to go with a friend. And I'm like, I'll, I'll take you, you know? It's one of those things. It's like um, she asks you to do something. You're like, hang on a minute. She's like, oh, I'll do it. And then like, you, you, yeah, you got to get up means right lost. then and there. Yeah. But like pretty soon, like I've seen Metallica three times. Metallica is the best fucking concert I've ever seen. Bar none. And now I'm going to see Post Malone as many times as I've seen Metallica. And more. And there's... And more. I know. It's like the people in the 60s that fucking followed around the Grateful Dead everywhere they went. I feel like we're eventually going to get there. Yeah. I I don't like the fact that... I mean, I like Post Malone, but I don't like the fact out of all the concerts I used to see and all the music that I love that Post Malone is going to be my top concerts that I see. That he, he gets to share that pedestal with Metallica and then keep going. He's going to eclipse it within yeah, a year yeah. because he comes here all the fucking time. That's, that's wrong. This will be like the third time I've seen him in probably a 16-month period or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, definitely around 16 yeah, months probably. Every every five months we're going to a Post Malone concert. But we, we can go to... There's another concert coming up shortly that we could go to that would be cool. I, I want to see Mac DeMarco with you someday before he eventually stops touring. Okay. And then so you can counterbalance it. You know, maybe Post Malone's the number one that you've, you've seen the most, but you went and saw some other ones too. Because I, I don't really have any interest in a Post Malone concert. It's really good. He He's awesome. His live clips are cool. He can play Nirvana, play guitar mm-hmm. really well. He's an awesome guy. And I've never had a problem with his music. But I just don't really listen to him anymore. Well, by really, I, I I just don't listen to him anymore. There's only a few concerts I'd really be like, yeah, sure, I'll go to that. So Metallica doesn't really tour that much anymore. They they came here recently, but they played two days. Yeah. And it was like, each day is going to be different. I don't want that. I don't want to go to a fucking metal show for two days and sit through no. Slipknot-type bands before I get to Metallica and I want to hear all the good stuff. I don't want to have to come yeah. back two days to hear Seek and Destroy one day and then Am I Evil the second day. You're it, really hoping to only have to go to the first day, but yeah. there's like two songs the, that yeah. you missed, and you're like, I can't leave. Yeah, and they right. don't tour very often, so I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get fourth with them. So then I'm thinking, who have I seen twice? And it's a bunch of old rockers from the 80s. I don't want to see, I've seen Motley Crue twice. I don't want to see them again. I don't want to fucking hear yeah. Vince Neil. Not even mm. saying words, just throwing out like syllable noises. They're so, all Mitch McConnell at this point. I know. And they've done so much drugged, fucked so many minors. Oh, God. It's just given them terrible brain rot. Yeah, if you and, fuck minors, I hope it does give you terrible brain rot. Yeah, and the, the leather wristbands they have on are probably cutting off circulation at their crepey skin. They, they probably have <laughs> clothespins on their back. 
Yeah. You know, that, yeah. You know as uh, soon as they came off, uh, yeah. you know, their nasty skin. Those guys are walking corpses. Yeah. Like Motley Crue, are all the original members still alive? Yeah. Yeah, they are. Wow. Yeah. Like even Slipknot's, all their original members aren't alive. A couple of them have died. Well, I'm not surprised yeah. that people in Slipknot it's, have this died. Is, but this is Motley Crue. But I'm Slipknot sure all wears, they did was cocaine. But they wear leather weird masks and stuff. Uh, mm, now, but, Nikki Six, the bassist, <laughs> he overdosed. And uh, that, that song, Kickstart My Heart, is oh, uh, from about that. that? Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. do you overdose on? Why not? Uh, I think like a speedball, like mm. heroin and but See, that coke. sounds like fun. Doesn't it? Overdosing on... <laughs> well, yeah. no, not the overdose, the oh, okay. speed balls. All right, well, let me get to my point. My point is, I paid $307 for two Post Malone tickets. So that's like $150-something each, mm -hmm. and they're not good seats. I don't like to stand up at concerts. If I can't sit on the front row somewhere, I, I don't want to be there. Because some stupid girl or, or guy is going to stand up in front of me and just... The whole fucking time when they don't have to. At that concert, it's going to be a girl with Daisy Dukes and cowboy boots. Well, I don't mind and an that. an Iron Maiden t-shirt <laughs> that they thrifted and they, they chopped up. And they're like, Who, who's Iron Maiden? Yeah. You know? Well, Come the, on. the Daisy Duke, she could stand on the chair in front of me. And I'd, I'd just look to not, the side and watch the, the video. Kind. No, I, I've... Dude, we saw so many Daisy Dukes yeah. in boots at that concert. I don't know why country girls love Post Malone. I think it's just all white girls. So I got his front row in uh, one of the decks, not the upper, upper deck, but like the the second level. And I mean, it's pretty much straight on, but you know, $150 each. And I get emails from Ticketmaster and I noticed that uh, Blink-182 was coming. We saw them back in 2001 and- Prime. I don't really remember it. Uh, I don't <laughs> think I was hammered or high or anything. I could have been high, but- um, but I don't really remember it. So I, I went ahead and just looked it up. I'm not going to go to their concert or anything, but... Concerts are hard to remember. Specific details. All I can ever remember is, that was an awesome show, or, oh yeah, I remember when they played that one song out of their 25-song set. I, all I just remember is that it was awesome. Well, that's why you get your phone out and you record the whole thing. Then you come back and watch it, and uh, it's just like you were there. I've, I made that mistake with the first two concerts I ever went to as a teenager, and never again have I done that. They don't pick up the bass. <laughs> no, the, the recordings are terrible. Quality at concerts is just so bad, no matter what camera you have. And it's just not worth it. Just listen. So I have some of my old um, ticket stubs. Mm -hmm. Like, back in the day, you didn't get an electronic one that you put in your fucking iPhone I have iPhone a bunch of wallet. my tickets, too. They just don't do that as much anymore. So I found um, my Blink-182 concert ticket from 2001. Uh, and then I looked up tickets for Blink-182 now yeah. on Ticketmaster and tried to find something that's, you know, similar area. 733% price increase. Uh, so... Section 119, row 19, $241 per ticket. Uh, section 129, row 18, $170 per ticket. I'm okay. holding in my hand right now a Blink-182 ticket stub, $25. Wow. What the fuck is happening? I mean, concerts are no, no laughing matter anymore. <laughs> well, They're expensive. I know, and it's fucked up. I don't. I, somebody's just making a shit ton of money. It's fucked up. Um, but it got me thinking... And uh, I pulled out my old uh, scrapbook. That's right. Me and your mom made a scrapbook mm -hmm. when we were in college. You got a bunch of pictures in there. But it also has a bunch of ticket stubs in there of things we went and saw. 
So I'm going to flip through this and just kind of tell you some of the ticket prices that we were looking at. Okay. I don't remember my concert prices, but I have a few of my ticket stubs too. I know I got Kendrick Lamar, Mac DeMarco, probably Suicide Boys. Here's here's one for the monster trucks back in 1993 we paid $10 for. Mm. And they had a a lady named Dynamite Lady who blew herself up (laughs) in a box. And when she came out of the box, she already had like a a cast on her leg. Uh, just <laughs> I don't know who, who who goes to the Monster Mash anymore or whatever it's called. Kids like kids want to see. I've them. been when well, I was yeah. a child. Oh yeah, but like kids love it. See Grave Digger out there doing his thing. Grave Digger. Here's the uh, here's the piece of cotton that I kept our engagement ring in when I was trying mm. to figure out when to propose to her in my pocket. Didn't have a box? No, I didn't go to Jared's. You could probably buy one of those boxes somewhere. Here's a uh, a festival, um, the Earth concert, which had a bunch of bands. Um, Nine dollars and forty five cents. Oh, to go to a fucking music festival now and only pay nine dollars—that would be wild. Here's a a flock of seagulls. We went and saw them in nineteen ninety three. Ten dollars. That's the I ran so far yeah. away. And what was fucked up about that is you you go to see them. To hear their three songs that everybody oh, knew. I've heard this story so many times. I used to work at the airport uh, for America West Airlines, and I had to get up at three forty-eight in the morning to get there in time to get Why prepare 48? for the for the first flight. I don't know, man. Did you I do forty-five because I don't like even numbers. Um, five is not an even number, and eight is. I don't like those <laughs> increments of five. Yes, okay. I, I don't like that, and I think I had it down to a science. Because that's fucking early. Yeah. Um, and we saw them, and they played for about, I feel like, like an hour and a half. And it was like their new album. Yeah, that well, no here's one another knew, new right? song. And we're, Fuck you, quit. We left before they even played any songs that we knew because it was terrible. That it's like, sucks. I'm not doing this anymore. And this I, is I, like I got to fucking get up like in two hours or whatever. So, yeah. Uh, let me look through here a little bit more. Um, oh, here's what everything cost in 1993 in May. Uh, unleaded gas, $1.10. Oh, um, it's like way more than that now. A compact disc, $14.99. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, I saw those glamour shots of y'all. Here's some pictures of Scarborough Fair. Here's where I proposed. Right. Poop deck. Where are they? Yes. All right, here we go. We got some tickets right here. Um, okay. Friday, August 26, 1994, we went and saw Carrot Top, oh. and uh, $19.50 each. Here is um, Garth Brooks, $18.40. And isn't Garth Brooks like a pretty household name? Yes. Like he, he wasn't a nobody, and that was $18 for a big name concert like that. This was that's crazy. This was 1993. He sold out a stadium three nights in a row. It was okay, huge. For and a, and a great show. Great show. Here's a hole. Courtney Love's yeah. band, $10. And she was, yeah, a big name too. Here is ten bucks. Can't oh, go do anything cool for ten bucks anymore. What do you think it would cost to see Nirvana today if they were still around? Today? Uh-huh. Like 500 minimum. I I don't know, maybe Kurt would be like, oh, "We're not charging that much," but if it would be they are one of the most legendary bands ever. Uh-huh. And most well-known. It would have to be ridiculous. So we had good seats. 
Um, balcony, which I fuck the floor, man. I do not want to get in the floor because yeah, I don't the grunge show too. Yeah, I don't want to just kinda... fucking stand there, and I don't want people taller than me, you know, or mm-hmm. some dipshit who puts his girlfriend on his shoulders. If oh. you do that, fuck you. Yeah. All right. So December fifth, nineteen ninety three, your mother and I went to see Nirvana. Each ticket twenty dollars. Wow. When when did he die? Do you know what month? Because uh, very next year, I want to say he died. It was March or April. You see, yeah. y'all y'all got him right at the uh-huh. end. That's that's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. That would have been a fantastic show to see. You know they they were good. Uh, you know we didn't walk out of there being blown away, and they were one of our favorite bands at the time. But but they were yeah they were I mean they were really good. But just based off principle, they don't mm-hmm. have to be amazing. But to just see them operate in person. I think would be so cool. But um, yeah, concert tickets, fucking ridiculous. So when I was looking up how much I paid for the Post Malone tickets, first off, there's a service fee of $48.56. Yeah, I don't what, know. They just tack shit on. What the fuck is that? There's a facility fee of $12, and there's a handling fee of $4. What are you handling? Like, <laughs> the back email. in the day, people used to be like, okay, it's shipping and handling. Okay, I, I get it. You're paying workers to pick up something and put it in a box and then ship the box. I, I get that, right? It, it goes into the wages for the workers that yeah. are picking and pulling. That's handling. You're not handling a fucking thing. It's an automated process, pretty much. And it's electronic. It just goes like, I get an email, then I put it in my iPhone wallet. Stop. Yeah. Quit fucking people over. Look, I know it's just four bucks, but it's ridiculous. I, I think so, too. Mm-hmm. And the the show I was talking about earlier that um, it's coming up, like next month now, that's like twenty five a ticket. But you know they're not mainstream at all. They're a very small band. It's a tiny place, too. and that's five dollars more expensive than Nirvana was. Uh, right. And this is a a tiny little band, and I mean that's wild to me. I'm like, dang, that's a good deal. But when you think about it, these people maybe have a million monthly listeners on Spotify. Nirvana probably has a, qu- a quadrillion or something. It's it's crazy that everything's so expensive. A dollar a dollar ten per gallon for gas. Yeah. Whenever I was a kid, it was in like the four dollars, wasn't it? It's gone up to like five dollars where we live, and it's yeah, it's and now stupid. it's probably like two eighty, two ninety. Yeah, I think so. And I don't really get gas often, but you don't leave the house. I, I need to, to get an oil change. I'm at five percent oil yeah, life. Yeah, you need to do that. I I hate going. I do too, because they always come back and say, "Hey, can you come out here real quick? Yeah, this is a." Uh, you know, you need to get this cleaned off or you need yeah. to get one of these replaced or I, I, I need to flush this. And it's like, I hate the ambiguity of going there. It's like, okay, do I, do I park? Do I pull in? Cause it's just like you sit and wait outside the, the garage door and then wait for them to wave you in. Uh, yeah, I know. But, uh, but there's been other times where I like parked and I'm like, I, am I supposed to go in where the fuck is the door? Because there's like a tiny crawl space where they have the register in there with the TV. And and nobody's ever watched anything good on a TV <laughs> in a fucking quick car oil place. It's better than doctor's offices, though. Like if you're on that crunchy paper laying on that like weird examination table. I, I've seen random. There was one time I was stuck in there for like an hour. And then a doctor never came in until way late. And I was super thankful that I was watching like a planet Earth kind of thing. It's like I can at least watch this. But I, I also feel, 
you know, like it's a thing where it's like when chicks go to get their stuff done for their car, it's like, oh, that's going to be $900 for this thing that doesn't exist. Uh-huh. Your, your, what's the... Your flux capacitor. Yeah, flux needs capacitor replacing. needs replacing. I know. And, and I, have, I have no knowledge on cars, but I hope just because I, I'm a dude that I'm not getting scammed because I could easily be getting scammed because I don't, I don't know shit. Mm-hmm. I don't either. Nothing. I, we had to refill your catalytic converter. Like, huh? Okay, how, how much is that? Oh, okay, okay. If it gets me out of here. Yeah. I hate it. I feel inferior. I feel like such a non-man I in do those too. places. Yes, yeah, I do too. I don't know shit They have about like them. cat their hands are one big callus and mm-hmm. they're covered in oil and I'm like and my hands are soft and supple and <laughs> never seen a day's work in your life. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything. Yeah. Well, I think I need to uh go down my list of all the concerts I've seen and uh try to find some other bands that I've seen twice to try to, see him to try to keep up. I know for sure but Motley Crue and Ozzy futile. are right there. It's it's not worth know, the effort. You go I see him Metallica, that just means that the next week you're going to go see Post Malone again. He's going to open for him. Unless Post Malone just dies. Then Hold your tongue. All I'm saying is that is the only <laughs> way is. that he will not be the number one most seen concert by you. Or quits music. Let, let's just say that. He would have to do something. Yeah. But even if he quits music, he's going to do a tour when he's like 45 mm-hmm. and he's like, man, I missed you guys. Mm-hmm. And we'll go. And y'all are going to see it. <laughs> and that's what Metallica is already doing those shows. So by the time Post Malone does that, Metallica's done. Mm-hmm. That's true. All right, Jack, you got anything else? Nope. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room. And Jack will unveil today's movie. Um, Today's movie came out in 2020. It's rated R. A runtime of an hour and a half. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 94%, while the audience gave it an 89%. Very nice. Um, IMDb gave it 7.4 out of 10 stars. Uh, Mormon mothers tell us that there are five middle fingers and some cocaine. <laughs> All right. Uh, this movie is called Palm Springs. Yeah, I've seen this movie. I fucking knew it. Yeah, yeah. I knew mom straight up lied to me. Uh-huh. I knew it. I called it. Because yeah. I knew, I know you didn't just watch this by yourself, Andy Samberg. Yeah, I, yeah. I knew it. We watched it. I knew that. I knew she lied to me. <laughs> you want to pick another one? I, I, yeah. Okay. I knew she lied to me. Was it like only on Hulu? Yep. Yeah. She straight up lied to me. She didn't. I'm remember. texting her right now. Okay. Saying, you want to get her on the phone? <laughs> I mean, if you want it, she's drying her hair. No, she's done by now. Man, and I don't want to watch the other movie. I knew this was going to happen. I knew I was going to look through a bunch of movies, find find a couple, be like, oh, I want to watch this movie, but I know he's already seen it. Hello. Hey, Olivia. You sound <laughs> yeah. bothered. Do you have something better because to do I, right now? Because I know what y'all are up there doing. What are you talking about? So I know if you're calling me right now, then it's to humiliate me on your show. Good Lord. I have nothing but love for you, especially because it's this is like the Valentine's Day episode. Oh. But that's okay, not why I'm sorry. calling. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I know you're going to be my Valentine. And just a, a public service announcement for uh, all the people out there. Don't, don't like, get ahead of yourself on that. Okay. Well, I mean, it's, it's done. Let me mute you real quick while I do this PSA. All right. So public service <laughs> announcement to all you people out there. There is no M- in Valentine's Day. 
No M. The letter M, no. It's the letter N, like Nancy, as they would say on the old Wheel of Fortune. So uh, please help somebody out and correct them next time they say Valentine's Day. Please. Or if you want to just be an ass, correct them and tell them it isn't M. And, you know, then you, you know, they'll go around saying Valentine's and sound like a dumbass. <laughs> Why did you call me? Oh, Jack actually had something. You lied to, to me. Y'all watched what? the movie together. What movie? Palm Springs with Andy Samberg. <laughs> I knew it too. I knew y'all had watched it together, but you said no, it. we haven't. And I was like, I don't I'm ninety percent, ninety nine percent sure they watched it together. And guess who's seen it with you? Yeah, Dad. I mean, and I don't want to watch the other real, movie. I think Jack's. I'm, I'm not a super reliable source. Jack's so. trying to say that you ruined our movie mug and comeback. But he's just oh. too afraid to just come right out and say it, and that he's disappointed in you. Is, oh yeah, I am very annoyed because I don't want to watch. That's what I wanted to watch. Well, then watch it. That's he's seen it way too recently, and it's one of those movies that you watch once and never again. You know, all right, it's been. But it's, you remember? I don't even it. remember it. It's, it came well, out in twenty twenty. It's I, you we probably, probably played saw Candy it, Crush. We probably saw it in twenty twenty one. Or 2020, it came y'all, out in 2020? Y'all saw it very recently. So G- Gary in Oklahoma no way. recommended it. And it's been over a year since I've seen it, for sure. Mom's never and seen I it. And I don't even remember it. Yeah. So. It's uh, Andy Samberg, and there's some kind of weird time thing where he lives the same day every day or... Like Groundhog Day. Yeah, something like that. But and then love. Yeah, there's another girl who does for a while, too. And uh, I can't remember who that girl is, but... It sounds semi-familiar. No, you watched it. Okay. We watched it together. We had a little date night. I believe you. Okay. I'm not the best at remembering movies. Okay. so uh, Or date nights, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, maybe mom was right. Don't be so sure she's going to be your valentine. You might find someone better this year. We held hands on the couch. (laughs) You laid your head in my lap, and I played with your hair. No, it, I remember it like it was yesterday. It was uh, that did not. That has movie. never. We, that has never happened. We took our relationship to the next level that <laughs> night. It was a uh, you know the bond, just the weld of the bond got even stronger. I don't know. You renewed your vows that night. Pretty much, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we did. Well, it was evidently very forgettable. I guess. So. All right. Yeah. Well. Okay, well, that's pretty much all we got. So, uh, okay, thanks for calling. Yep, get to work on that dinner for us. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, love you. Bye. Bye. All right, Jack, what you gonna do? I don't know. You want me to pick something? Yeah. You do? Rather, yeah, I'd much rather. I, I don't. Uh, th- I'm actually very extremely bothered by that. Yeah, it sucks when you have a movie that you want to show. I knew she was wrong, too. Well, I knew I, it. Then the joke's on you. If you knew she was wrong. But I'm how I, 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 do you trust your mother? I trust mine. I, I was willing to be like, oh, well, she was there. I wasn't. Maybe I don't remember the details correctly. There, and then she was as wrong as she could possibly be. And it threw everything off. Because, no, I don't want to watch 
knocked up with Seth Rogen. I've seen that too. And I knew you have, mm-hmm. but that movie came out when I was seven. So were you going for a rom com? Yeah. Oh, you were. It might as well. Okay. Okay. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to go down my movie list and pick the first rom-com that I come across. Okay. All right, Jack, I got a movie locked and loaded. You ready? Yeah. Are you sure? All right, Jack. You know what time it is. It's time to go back to the 1980s. 80s, 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 80s. Jack, this movie came out the year I graduated from high school, 1987. It is rated uh, PG-13. So it's... There's a beheading in it. It is one hour and 34 minutes. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 50%. Uh, IMDb, 6.8 out of 10. And uh, TV Guide, Jack, 36%. Okay. All right, let's see what the Mormon mothers have to say. Jack, there is a reference each to tit and titty. And one character refers to someone as having nailed every winch in school. (laughs) In school? Uh Uh-huh, there's several swear words like fucking, shit, dick, bastard, ass, asshole, bullshit, and a uh, disability slang is used also. Okay. Jack, this movie is called Can't Buy Me Love. (laughs) Okay. Like the Beatles song. I didn't know that was a Beatles song. Can't buy me love. Everybody tells me so. No. I don't, I don't think Great, I, greatest band uh, I know that to song. ever live. That's a, yeah, that's a good one right there. All right, Jack, you ready to do this? Sure. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's do it. Let's take a movie mug and pause. And we are back after watching 1987's Can't Buy Me Love. Yep. Starring. No one. Mr. Dreamy himself, Patrick Dempsey. He, uh, he went on to be a heartthrob, Jack. I think and what alien planet was he remotely good-looking? They called him Dr. Dreamy in a show called, I think it was Grey's Anatomy. I mean, that's a big show. Like a hospital show? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was like the main guy, and he was the heartthrob. So uh, he uh, never long-bottomed, I guess, as you could say. It's not that he was a bad-looking guy in this. No, but he... We'll probably just have to get into that later. Okay. Jack's got opinions, ladies and gentlemen. I can tell. Yes, I do. Jack's got opinions. Yes, I do. All right. I Uh, always have opinions. Okay, I'll I'll get into some more of the cast here in just a little bit. Uh, First of all, I just want to say, fuck you, Amazon. I want to say, fuck fuck you. you. Well, no, no, (laughs) we'll get to that. Fuck you, Amazon. I I turn on, we haven't rented a movie in a while, because uh, we haven't done, you know, I just want to apologize to uh, any uh, movie mugging fans out there, and- Movie Muggin fan who uh, has a Movie Muggin email. I think it's called Movie Muggin fan seventy three eighty four at yahoo.com or something like that. Uh, apologies for not having an episode in the month of January. I had a little time off in December, and we were planning on recording two Movie Muggin episodes so we could we could have them out. But then fucking COVID fucked everything up, and so that didn't happen. Um, and then we focused a little bit on Father and Son Unfiltered. So, uh, yeah, apologies, apologies. Um, but we hadn't rented a movie in a while and I get on Amazon and this thing pops up that says Amazon prime movies now have limited ads unless for $2 and 99 cents extra a month, you can get them ad free. It was ridiculous to see 
just another charge from Amazon. How much fucking money does Jeffrey Bezos need? Well, I mean, he got divorced, so he needs a little... I don't know. I'm sure it's out there somewhere on the internet what he fucking makes like every 10 minutes or something, and it's yeah. probably a million fucking dollars. Why are you going to nickel and dime people an extra fucking $3 a month just so they can watch a movie without fucking ads? And so I, I hate it because uh, I don't like watching ads. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's why. Feeding the fucking machine. Dude, yeah. I'm too good for ads, man. Ads, you are not too good for ads. Ads, commercials can take you out of a movie completely. Yeah. Fucking, so can a lot of other things. Okay. Well, well, <laughs> you mean mom texting the pizzas ready? Mm, no. The red no, That barons? was a blissful break. All right. All right. A hellish I, I guess, nightmare uh, scape. I guess we'll uh, get on with this. Um, all right. Let me give it the 50 cent tour. Uh, geeky high school boy longs for a popular girl. Uh, geeky high school boy pays popular girl to date him. A thousand dollars. That's like three month. mil back in 87. <laughs> I know. Um, boy dates popular girl because he pays her. Fake dates, but oh, but they like each other. Yeah, she kind of starts really falling for him because he's a good guy. He's a really, really good guy. Until he shows yeah. his true colors. So then after the, the month is over or whatever, then uh, he breaks up with her and then he just, he is the the shit. Like he's the most popular guy Somehow. in the school because he dated her and then he broke up with her and they just, man, he's a popular savage. Um, then he just blows through these other girls and uh, then comes the big fall where she outs him and he becomes a pariah. Is that, that yeah, that's the word, right? You become a pariah. Like nobody wants anything to do with he, you. I think he it's was called an a pariah. Outs- a complete outsider. Everyone hated him mm-hmm. because his friends, yeah, his nerd friends that he dumped, yeah, and his fake friends that he thought he had made, mm-hmm. yeah. And then he uh, he makes a comeback at the end with a, with a great speech, and uh, the girl of his dreams falls in love with him again, and uh, they ride off into the sunset on his uh, riding lawnmower. <laughs> and you know, it's it's funny. He's literally a psychopath. And in the very end of the movie, yeah, the, he's in her front yard mowing her lawn on his riding mower. She gets on it, and then it makes a cut, and now they're in the desert. And he was already taking her to where he's going to bury her. <laughs> yeah. he, he is literally the worst person, the, the most self-centered, destructive, psychopathic, not-good-looking piece of shit in this movie. And I cannot believe... He got as many chances with literally everyone that he did. They should have killed him. <laughs> yeah. I say it every movie that, oh, I wish this was R. I wish this was about as R as it gets. I, I would crowdfund by myself a, a realistic-looking snuff film version of this. So where, where, where he ends it himself in shame. Well, so we're, we're watching this. When he gets outed at the New Year's Eve party and he's, uh, he walks out, Jack's like, all right, fucking put a bullet in your head. And then he's walking down the street and he's like, all right, walk out in traffic. And then he goes into his garage because he didn't want to go inside his house. He's like, all right, shut the door and turn on the car. Start your car in there. (laughs) He's a piece of shit. He uh, literally deserved to die for his wake of destruction. His rampage was so traumatic to everyone around him. Like his, his redheaded friend is not ever going to forget. I would no. You have crossed the line. You can no longer be my friend if you did that. And then... What did he do, Jack? So he... He shit on his house! Yeah. That was one thing. So he threw a bag of shit at his friend's house, and his friend, you know, caught him, and 
let him go because disbelief. But if you can just suddenly pretend that I don't exist and you show how little I actually mean to you, I'm never forgiving you. What What is there to forgive? You have completely, you've done the worst thing you can do besides like killing my family or something, you know, like you have showed to me that I am less significant than a speck of dust on your new 80s suit coat with your popped collar, you know? You mean nothing to me now. You, you're you sad that you messed up and you're sobbing and ruining my arcade game? Oh, I messed up, man. Yeah, you did. Now leave before I, I beat the shit out of you. You are nothing to me now. Oh, oh no, at the end they're friends again. And then the popular girl falls for him, shows him her poetry, and she... And he hurts her so bad. He really does. And then there's the girl who, in, in the school, who everyone is like, oh, yeah, she's been around. She, oh, who's her next victim? And he's about to bang her in, in the bathroom, and the main character is reading the popular girl's poetry to the girl so he can bang her. That's so bad. Like, she should have never spoken to him again, but suddenly, for no reason, like the very next day... She's like staring at him like longingly. You can't just He is not the person Oh, you you met the good side of him. No, you met the fabricated side of him. He is a psychopath. He he's more likely to slit your throat than he is to actually have a human emotion. Girl, the, he is dangerous. He he is more apt to run over you in his lawnmower than to actually love you. <laughs> Jack, you he might can't... say he loves you. But he just loves how your hair would look in his wig collection, <laughs> his real person wig collection. He is nuts. He he should have been stoned in town square. So he's not getting your bucket of chicken. Is he that what fucked I'm you everyone. Say? He did everyone in his life. He fucked not his parents. Look, they didn't know any better. Yeah. sweet people. <laughs> they he even got the toxic waste fart in his brother's face a bunch of times. He fucked everyone. Yeah. Yeah, he he was just the largest piece of shit uh-huh. in a movie ever. And you know what? <laughs> before, right up there. before he ever became Voldemort, <laughs> he was I still hated him. There was nothing uh. ever likable about him, even before he was revealed to be this massive hulking piece of shit. Wait a minute. He was radioactive. Wait, wait a minute. Come on. When he's sweet. And she and he takes her to the plain graveyard, and they're talking about the moon. No, you had he you was know. he was an annoying twerp. I don't know about he that. He was a, I'd never liked him. I didn't like a single character in this movie. You didn't like? Uh, I get his parents were okay. His dad, and you mom. Didn't, you but, didn't like Quentin? Uh, Quentin is in. Let the party begin. Uh, okay, yeah, bully number one. Yeah. out of three. Yeah, sure. His little brother Seth Green. Cool. Uh-huh. It's Seth Green. Annoying asshole. So annoying. Everything about this movie was bad. What about uh, all the acting was horseshit? <laughs> when 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 Cindy was supposed to be drunk, and it's like, are you pretending to be drunk, or did you forget your lines? What did you? Did they just wake you up? Did, did you get like chloroformed right before the scene, and then right when you wake up, they're like, all right, action! Like it, it was so bad. She was such a bad actress. The main character, I can't believe he was in anything else after this. This movie was disastrous. Okay. I hated every second of it. That's not true at all. That's this not true movie, at all. This <laughs> movie, I was so far removed from it so fast. Can't really? Buy Me Love, 
the the song by the Beatles that played for the 10, 10 seconds at the title card. That's Bucket of Chicken Part One, and Bucket of Chicken Part Two is how they how the fuck did they pay enough money to get Dancing with Myself for a minute and a half in this movie? You know, Billy Idol maybe he's not like the most popular ever. He was big, uh, in, big the 80s. in the eighties. Yeah, I know. How did they afford that? And that that's favorite part. Okay, I got to listen to Dancing with Myself for a minute and a half. All right, let's. Uh, and I did like the fashion too. He sometimes he had cool clothes on, but he 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 looked more like slimy car salesman than cool kid at school most of the time. And his hair is like stiff and shiny. I hated him. All right, he, all right. I take bliss in hating him this much. Okay, 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 okay. All right, let's uh, let's bring it down a little bit. All he right? was the worst. What, what did you like him though? He he could have been. <laughs> Come on, you know, man. He, and gladiator. You got ten more seconds. Okay, gladiator. Um, what's his name? Walking Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, so much, so, so lovable compared to this guy. Okay, so you're gonna give this a sixty, like you gave uh, <laughs> no. Gladiator. Oh, it would be. All right, let's, you have to give me a lobotomy, and I would still give it a <laughs> let's, low score. Uh, let's see what the internet has to say. Nerdy high schooler Ronald Miller, played by Patrick Dempsey, rescues... Psychopathic killer to be, <laughs> Ronald Miller. Uh, rescues uh, cheerleader Cindy Mancini, played by Amanda Peterson, from paternal punishment. And delivers her unto traumatic <laughs> brain injury. That was a parental punishment. Uh, after she accidentally destroys her mother's designer clothes. It was a, a suede, it was a hot suede suit. <laughs> With a fringe. It wasn't even, it was suit pants. And then like a, a bra. crop top. Yeah, a fringe like cowboy chaps bra. And then a weird crop top suit coat. All right, so she accidentally destroys her mother's designer clothes. Ronald agrees to pay the for the $1,000 outfit on one condition, that she will act as though they are a couple for an entire month. As the days pass, however, Cindy grows fond of Ronald, making him popular. But when Ronald's former best friend gets left behind, he realizes that social success isn't everything. It, it takes a lot more than seeing his friend get left behind to realize that social success is not everything. Yeah. His so, friend oh God. His friend truly didn't matter to him. No. If he never got outed as being a weird creep who paid $1,000 for a girl to pretend that she likes him, he would have never acknowledged his poor little ginger-headed friend ever again. He would have shot him in the head if they wanted him Lord. to. I, I think he would have. You know, may, maybe maybe you cared about popularity in high school and you're going to completely counter what I say. But if anyone is so willing and like to do anything for this popularity, a completely made up thing. Yeah, they're literally they're psychos. They just are. You know, money is one thing. It gets you something. Popularity is it's nothing. Maybe that popularity gets you to the money. Okay, it makes more sense. But if someone's willing to just trample everyone and everything for a bit of fame or popularity, it's you leave that person. It doesn't matter who they are, what they are to you. They are nuts. Agreed. Agreed. Popularity is just some bullshit crap. Well, I guess same thing. Uh, that's, that's made up by fucking school kids, right? Who are stupid. But it's, but it's, it's fucking, it's, it's, it's real to them. And it's a horrible fucking thing for the people that are at the bottom, right? You should be able to enjoy your high school years, like socially without having to worry about some fucking asshole knocking your books out of your hands or stealing your lunch tray as you get out of line 
or putting your head in a toilet and flushing it or, or whatever they fucking yeah. do. You know, people in that position, and I'm, I'm not trying to say that he was okay in what he did, okay? So just, just, put, I, I just, just stop. You don't have I'm to just put saying, your hands up. I don't have a gun pointed I, at I think you right a lot now. of people in that position yeah. would have said, man, I would do anything to be on the other side, to be popular, to be able to hang out with these this pretty girls and and these cool guys, you know? So I, what, I, what was his his position? He wasn't bullied. I never saw the main character get bullied until he deserved it. You didn't get to see the the front story of they, it. it. No one hurt each other in this movie. To me, that's when, you know, I, yeah, bullying nowadays, I know it depends on your state and school and county and all that shit, but I never saw traditional, like, movie bullying. Like, hey, give me your lunch money. Yeah. Hey, I'm stealing your shit. Hey, I'm knocking the shit out of your hand. It's the 80s. Hey, I'm beating the shit out of you. I've seen it. But in person, was that, did people fight by the bike racks all the time? Hey, nerd, I'm going to literally beat you within an inch of your life because you like Galaga. Yeah. So in uh, Loser, people knocked books out of nerds' hands as they were walking down the hall. Because like in like in ninth grade, we didn't carry backpacks. Like you just didn't. Yeah. You, you carried your books around. And there was this kid named uh, Alan. Um, he wore glasses. Like nobody wore glasses in fucking 1984. And, and, and if you did, you you were a dork. And that's just how it went. You could have been the nicest, coolest guy, but if you wore glasses, you're a fucking target. And people would just knock the books out of his hands. Um, one time it was me and just Alan, and we're walking in the hall, and he's walking about to walk past me, and he like holds onto his books tighter because I'm walking by. And I was like, Alan, I'm not gonna do that. I, I'm not gonna do that to you. And I just felt bad for him. And another guy named Larry. They, they treated him like shit. They would steal stuff from him. They would throw it. They would kick it. I mean, yeah, I, I've seen that kind of bullying, and it's fucking bullshit. And the popularity, it doesn't fucking stop. Yeah. I went to my 10-year high school reunion thinking things will be it's different. because people don't change. That's they, a, it's I know. A, it's a saying, oh, everyone changes to a degree. Well, some people and, and what, massively change. Point one of a degree is still to a degree. Not everyone changes. Not everyone is fully capable of change. That's so not how the world works. They, at my high school reunion, the tenure, they they did like um, awards, like, uh, I don't know, best couple or most, like there was one most changed. Dude, when I graduated from high school, I had long hair. Mm -hmm. um, I went into the army, came out with, with short hair. I was, uh, I'd, I'd gained like muscle. Mm -hmm. um, and I, dude, I was changed. You want to put what I look like compared to my my high school picture? I changed a lot. Yeah. So I thought, maybe I'll get most changed. You know? I wasn't like counting on it. I wasn't like, I hope I get it or something. But I was I was looking around and I'm like, okay, he just lost a little bit of hair. Uh, he gained 10 pounds. You know? I was the most changed. All right? And I'm not salty. I didn't get it. Okay, let me just put that out there. It certainly sounds like you are. One of the most popular fucking guys, Ren. Got, Ren? Yep. Got most changed he kevin bacon he gained 40 pounds he looked exactly the fucking same except he gained 40 pounds but he's over there with all the fucking popular people just like he was back in the fucking day it, it's wonder, so fucking ridiculous popularity is just this it, it puts people down it treats people like they're not people you know yeah it, it's it's I, bullying god i fucking hate it bullying is terrible and, and it follows kids home now yeah social media i was gonna say it's tenfold worse now than it was in 87 and it's not necessarily even bullying 
but like just people will post a picture of themselves and they'll get no likes, you know? And that's not bullying, but that's the shit that kids are putting up with, you know, or having and to deal with these days. That fucks their head. Yes, that fucks their head. Because they and, feel like they have to try, and then when they get no recognition, that's just as bad as getting bad, Or honestly. some piece of shit Can will be. comment, ew, mm-hmm. or something. You know, you can't fucking get away from it. It's just, I don't think there's the pushing a kid inside a trash can or a locker these <laughs> days, like back in the 80s or whatever. But it, There certainly is, but not as common. But you can't get away from it. I never witnessed, I witnessed some, like a little bit of fighting, not, not much at all. Um, and I don't think it was ever bullying. I just think it was like two dumbasses fighting each other. Mm-hmm. But I've seen like on Reddit semi recently, there's a kid sprinting and he runs inside his house real quick and a couple of bullies were chasing him and like went in his house a little bit and then they back out and like five dudes from inside are like, nice put like walking them and like man, it'd be so hard not to beat the shit out of a teenager it's like (laughs) like this 17 year old's chasing my son Mm -hmm. my little brother my nephew whatever ronald miller and and i'm in there drinking a bush with my mullet no shirt on and just like my red red fucking bcg shorts from academy or sports authority whatever man let me beat the piss out of a 17 year old like almost you know they're right there let it not be beating a minor. God, I would want to defend so bad. Yeah. You you take a footstep into my house? Uh-huh. My house? I'm going to scare the shit out of you. I'm going to put a gun at your head until you're at the curb. But you'd get arrested. I know. Yeah. I know. For over a 17-year-old I pussy. know, and it's wrong. Yeah, You know, whenever, it whenever it's like... You should be able to pull a gun and put it in somebody's face, right? It, he stepped... <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, whenever you're like, man, you you don't want to get arrested over something as insignificant as that, it would be nice if it went the other way. If the law saw it as also something so ig- insignificant. Because the bullies were off of the ring doorbell camera. They stepped into the house. If my ring camera pictured, you know, I had my bush in one hand and my fucking chrome piece in the other, <laughs> an inch from this kid's forehead, and he has his palms out, hands up, and is walking backwards... And, you know, I don't step off my property. Eh. You know, I wish the, the law would be like, okay. Now, I know that's not quite insignificant, but it's like a beyond scared straight moment. You know, I was never going to shoot him. Yeah, but if I was that <laughs> kid's father and he came home and said that that crazy redneck hillbilly Jack down the street yeah. put, a, put a gun to my fucking forehead, then me and... Jack are going to have some problems, uh, Yes, too. I would have yeah, problems my- with Jack, but it's like, okay, son, well, what were you doing in his house? Okay, but still. I was trying to beat the shit out of his son. Why? I don't like him. Well, my son's okay, a dumbass. maybe just don't walk on that street anymore, you know? And I, I'm going to secretly be upset with this Jack guy for putting a gun to my kid's head. But at the same time, it's like, man, he got taught his fucking lesson. That's a grudge you hold as a parent, but an argument that you cannot make. You know, like how, how do you argue against that? He was in, unequivocally in the wrong. Yeah. He, he stepped into your property threatening your family. He maybe took it a little far putting it up to his head, but I think holding it maybe by your side, you know, like if your hand's just at your side and you're, you have a gun, that is way better and way more acceptable. Look, 
I would be I mean, like, "This is America." Yeah, my son's a dumbass. <laughs> all right, but you but can't hold a gun to his head because he's a dumbass. <laughs> That's why I said it's excessive. Let Maybe me know. brandish I'll, it. I'll, I'll, I'll deal with you. Know, him. You know, pull up your shirt. Uh, yeah, and. There, that's you fine. see the handle, uh-huh. and then the kid runs. Because you can deny that. Scram. But your neighbors see you. Yeah. Yeah. You're on, you're on video doing that. All right. Uh, Bullying is bad. And now it's evolved from, and there's plenty of, like, that's a, a an example of today where there still is physical, hey, we're going to beat the shit out of you, we're going to chase you home on our bikes kind of thing. But it's also turned into psychological warfare. Yes, it has, And man. it's, that is. Yes, it has. Like, just as damaging. All right. Uh, let's see. You know, I, I did. I wrote down a bunch of stuff I saw here that that made me happy to see from from the eighties. The there was a um, at the very beginning there was a uh, a telephone call and uh, the girl ran and jumped on the bed and like and a picked tiny it up. little side bed with and, all and, the stuffed animals. <laughs> the phone was plugged into the wall and mm-hmm. it had a fucking cord on it. It was so great, man. Those people heard your business. Right, growing up, if somebody called you, you couldn't fucking walk around the corner. Yeah. I remember the first time we got a, a like a, a long cord that was probably I don't know ten feet, and you could walk and stretch it maybe fifteen feet, and maybe I could answer it and kind of go by the garage. But you had to use the phone right there. Yeah, and you didn't know who was going to fucking answer when you called. You you probably were going to have to talk to somebody's parents to get to talk to the friend. Yeah. Oh, how, is this is this Vince? Hey, how how's it going? Yeah, I'll get him here in just a second. <laughs> you know and. That's what I like, too, is I, I feel like I like to think probably everyone who has ever been born likes to think this, that they were born on the cusp, like the last good place to be born or whatever, you know? Like, I remember when we had a cord phone in the kitchen by the trash can that oh, was yeah. on the wall. Yeah, yeah. And I grew up where I was like four years old and I was getting wrapped up in it when mom's talking mm. and I'm like, come on. And I'm like yanking on it, pulling on it and like bunging it or whatever. I'm like get off the phone. I have something to ask you. And other landlines were like the, you know, the home phones where you could pick it up and listen. And I remember having all of that and, you know, like going to Walgreens to get photos developed and grandma takes pictures with film you know, like yeah. I, I grew up in a good spot too. I was born very end of 2000. So I got to experience a bunch of that kind of stuff too. And I, I think it is really cool looking back at the, the 80s specifically, since they were so like violently awesome or horrible with all their trends. It's some of the most iconic stuff and most memorable, unique stuff. Like to you, a, a lot of it's probably like nostalgic or like, oh God, yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Or oh, yeah, Duran Duran or whatever. And and I'm to me it's it's not nostalgic it's iconic it's completely different which I I think that's cool too is the varying perspectives on yeah. decades totally because the seventies eighties nineties those are the three the three decades the greatest and I I saw a, a shower thought thing on Reddit the other day is we're in the roaring twenties right now oh my god you know it's like. If it's, you know, if history is repeating itself going that way, that's then, wild. And maybe the 30s could be pretty, the 2030s could be really rough. Um, I'm probably not going to be eating shoe leather anytime, I'll tell you that. We'll probably have holographic food before we have to eat <laughs> shoe leather. Who fucking knows 10 right, years from now what things scary, are going to look like? Whatever. But you'll be able to hear it right here because we'll, uh, we'll keep you up to date, folks. But windbreakers, perms, and, you know, bad music are coming back. My dad had a perm. <laughs> yeah, curly grandpa. It was yeah. I he, never met him, but I've seen pictures of him. Our our hair with is a, maybe one button 
too far unbuttoned on his shirts all oh, yeah. the time. Chest hair. And mm-hmm. he had a, uh, it was from Avon. He had a chain with a, an arrowhead on it. <laughs> yeah. I got the chain with the, uh, with the, um, lightning bolt, mm. which was awesome. But yeah, he had the old, uh, I mean, anybody who's my age, whose mom sold Avon or bought Avon or whatever had their dad had that chain. Absolutely. And they, and they probably had pictures of owls in their house too. If, if you were weird. Yeah. If you were in the seventies, <laughs> you had a picture of a fucking owl somewhere in your house. I guarantee it. So many odd trends mm-hmm. just throughout the years. Ashtrays all over the place. Oh, but that's cool. You know, like, to me, the ashtrays and smoking the cigarettes in the car and lighters in your car that you could burn your yeah. thumb on, like, all of that is just so cool. And the perms and big glasses and, <laughs> yeah, having your chest hair out and disco and... I need that to come back. Slinging I got, bowling balls. I got so much chest hair. I would be. Yeah. I would be the fucking man You're if that the came chest back. Chest hair deity. Uh huh. I am. It's it's so cool. And if and this goes to you and anyone who uses Reddit. There's two subreddits: old school cool and the way we were. Both of those people are putting their own throwbacks on there, like pictures of, you know, their mom is carrying them. And has like a cigarette hanging out of her mouth and is on one of those cord phones. And it's, yeah, the way we were. I remember there was a one where an adult posted a picture while he was a kid and he had this horrible haircut. And I was like, oh my God. Like they thought that was awesome. Like it made it look like his head was that one um, Jedi Council guy from Star Wars. You know, he is like the, his head was like a football, but yeah. longer. Uh-huh. He had a horrible bowl cut that was just really tall. It's just cool seeing all that shit, but so I saw a lot of good stuff in this movie too. Yeah, he um, at one point got on a BMX bike and went down this little hill, and there was the a little green jump, tires, and, and he jumped that. I love that because I fucking did that so much. Just get on <laughs> my BMX your own bike. Fun. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, man. Um, there was a place kind of back behind our house or in these trails. We called them the Coyote Pits. I don't know why, but it was just like a creek bed or something where the creek had dried, so you had a bank. And mm-hmm. it went up the other bank. And so, I mean, it was kind of like a, a half pipe in a way. Um, and we would just go down our bikes and then just do these kick-ass jumps and tabletops and stuff. So it was cool seeing that. And my bike had red tires, by the way. I, I knew a guy whose bike had orange tires in high school. I saw in this movie Spray Moose. At, at the beginning, it looked like she sprayed when shaving she put cream in, in, in her hair. hair. Yeah, there was Spray Moose um, that was white. Um, sleeveless shirts in the 80s. It yeah, was she did fucking rip off his cool shirt. to wear sleeveless shirts. And you weren't allowed to wear them at, uh, at school. So it was like a symbol. But they were cool. And so Ocean Pacific, OP, was, was huge, that, that brand. Um, I used to go to a, a, a shop called Chess King in the mall, and they sold uh, parachute pants um, and sleeveless shirts. Oh, man, I fucking loved it. Um, also in this movie, I saw, I, I barely saw it. I'm sure you didn't. A person walking and where their belt buckle would have been, they had handcuffs, like from one belt loop to the next. I did not see that. I, it, it just happened for a second. I knew you didn't see that. That's I, cool. I, I did that at one Funky, time. Like that's that is such self-expression. There was so <laughs> much like freedom of expression, yeah. I feel like. And there there still is now, but the 80s, I feel like it was so much more like nowadays, if you walked into a high school cafeteria and you're trying to put everyone in their clicks. It could be a little bit harder, but you could still probably do it. Back in the 80s, if someone had handcuffs and their shit, you're like, okay, 
they fit into this exact one or like I I feel like it was everything was just like turned to 11. You know, there was <laughs> sure. no there was no being medium or going under the radar with your fashion. Your hair was massive and curled and you had the multicolored outfits or ha- fucking handcuffs uh, that the one nerd guy had like a flat top and a leather jacket. Yeah. And it's like everything was just fucking crazy. And that's, I always, you know, I give 80s movies a lot of shit, but they're always fun to look at. Absolutely. You go to a Comic-Con, maybe you don't buy anything, maybe you have an anxiety attack like I do. (laughs) Every time. But at least you could sit down and watch the people walk by and have fun just doing that. Absolutely. And I don't think there's any other decade I would most want to go to to people watch than the 80s. And so the 80s movies are always, you know, maybe they're fucking terrible the whole time through, but you got to see people with crappy hair or just wearing some weird clothes. There was also uh, a Doritos bag that just looked really fucking awesome. Logo. Oh my gosh. They, it wasn't red. It was like white and had some orange in it. It was mm. great seeing that. They what, they had like all the different um, like polygons as their logo yeah. before, right? A bunch yeah. of like triangles all I, together I, I or something. I can't tell you how many times I just laid down on the couch with a bag of fucking Doritos that looked just like that, which was awesome. Uh, half shirts. That's that I that was big for a I while hate too. Seeing dudes in half no, shirts man. and their happy trailers out, and I'm like, you're a douchebag. Well, bag. we didn't rock that. We didn't have happy trails when I wore them. Like half shirts kind of went out before I really got in high school. Okay, they were more bigger when I was like in seventh and sixth and seventh and eighth. Um, be nice to wear. Be it comfortable. Was, it was great riding yeah. a bike with one on. Yeah, and stuff, yeah, or and skateboarding. If, yeah. if you were skinny or had some abs, fuck yeah. yeah. And 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 I was skinny, and I guarantee. Somewhere in my mom's house, there's pictures of me rocking, rocking a half shirt. I, I have, I'm pretty sure I have a picture, pictures of you on my phone. You had like a quarter pipe or something in your backyard or someone's backyard. And you, yeah. you had your like mullet and you had a skateboard and you, I'm pretty sure you had like a, a sleeveless white shirt on. Definitely sleeveless. It was, it was, I think it was cut. It might've been. I, I have like four or five. All right. All right. I'll have to find them. I also saw Jolt Cola in here. Now, Jolt, probably around 1987, hit its biggest. It was the most caffeinated drink that you could get, like soft drink that you could get. Um, do me a favor, look up like Red Bull or Monster, okay. um, 12 ounce, while I'm looking up Jolt Cola, and let, let's see um, which one had more. All right, do you have it? Yeah, 12 ounces. I got it for a Red Bull. All right, so Jolt Cola, a 12 ounce, had, and this was huge back then, 71.2 milligrams of caffeine. Um, that is not as much. <laughs> I didn't figure it would be. Yeah, I mean, you know, I was kind of expecting it like, oh, the regulations maybe weren't as good. But then I thought about it. All the weed that y'all smoked was like, wow, this 11% THC. We didn't know. Yeah, I, I know. But like y'all, y'all are smoking twigs that, you know, like if, if I just went outside and ripped the grass out of our lawn... That would have been the shit that got y'all high back then. Now it's <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, so one 12-ounce Red Bull is 102. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, I was looking this up recently, the caffeine limit that they can sell, like in one drink now, is I think 500 milligrams. God. And, and so you could technically buy two of those things. It's a, I think it's called a red line. My friends have described it as being like meth, uh, but the drink. Did somebody, but, somebody died from drinking... Panera drinks, didn't they? Yeah, they drink 
Super I, caffeine. From what I heard, they drink like four of the lemonades or something, and Jeez. it's like a ridiculous amount. She drank like a, a thousand milligrams or something, and yeah, this shit will fuck your heart up. All right, I just have a few more things on my list, and then we can get into favorite parts, which you already told me what yours is. Uh, at one point, he was telling Cindy, you can do anything you want to if you put your heart and mind into it. People, quit telling people that shit. Yeah. It's a fucking lie. No, you can't. All right. If you're going to say something like that, that means that you should back it and believe that every situation it's possible. Mm-hmm. But there's sometimes where it's not possible. You know, if I lost my right hand in an accident and you're like, you can do anything, I, I can't shake someone's hand with my right hand. Mm-hmm. So, no, I, I actually can't. But I do hate advice like that because I think that can be particularly damaging to some people who are willing to actually believe something like that. Like if they're a child, because as a child, if you hear something a lot, it gets ingrained into you. And like you said, never work a job you hate. And look at me, I've quit every job that (laughs) would shine. You know, that wasn't the only cause for it. But, you know, I, I will strive my entire life to work a job that I do like because of that. Mm-hmm. And so maybe there is a kid who grew up, reach for the stars because you're going to grab it. You got it. And when they fail miserably, then what? You know, they're not prepared. I think that Yeah, they're looking at you like, you fucking lied to me. Sayings like that are dangerous. They are. Because that's completely untrue. Because you, you might be the best candidate. Maybe, Maybe you're a better singer than anyone who's in the industry now. And you just never make it. Well, guess what? That's the way of the world. That's life. Maybe baby. you deserved it all the way. Doesn't matter. You don't get what you deserve. And you don't get what you work for either. You just get what you get. Mm-hmm. Some people get lucky. Yep. Maybe, maybe it works out. Maybe it doesn't. All right. I also have on here school dance. So I never went to a school dance. Like there was that part of me that wanted to, you know, that that wanted to do that school thing and go in there and dance and have fun yeah. like I'd seen in movies and stuff like that. Movies. But I yeah. can't dance. Spike the punch. But some people <laughs> can't dance and they don't give a fuck. They just get out there and get after it. And I I think I've said it on here before. I envy that, man. I, I really, really do. So when the school dance was going on, I enjoyed seeing people out there having a good time. And, and that's something that I missed out on that I wish I would have done. But it was also, for my friend group, not cool, right? We yeah. were we were getting stoned. If anything, we might try to go in there stoned and, and cause a ruckus or whatever yeah. and, and then leave. We I hung with my people and we did what we did. And a majority of us might have really wanted to go and do something, but we didn't because we yeah. stayed within the little fucking parameters that we set for ourselves, which is so fucking stupid. I man. It's kind of cool that oh you get stoned and go well, yeah, we, raise hell. That's yeah. But I just think of all the stuff that I missed out on because I was either afraid of what somebody would think or I was afraid of overstepping or stepping out of my group's comfort level, I yeah. guess, is one way to put it. And if I know, look, I, I know a lot of teenagers listen to us. <laughs> just be who you are. If, if you want to be in sports and theater, fucking do it. Who gives a fuck? Because you know what? 10 years from now, it's not going to fucking matter at all. Nobody's going to be like, aren't you that guy who matter to you in theater? Because you did what you wanted. Yeah. You, you don't want to look back with regrets. I mean, nope. uh, who, who in their life won't? Everyone does. That's part of life is you live and you learn. And, you know, I, I went to two 
two or three school dances in like fifth, sixth, and seventh grade or something. They were like they were socials. They weren't dances. I remember I picked you up from one one time. You were hyped. Uh, it was it was fun. It was cool. You run around with your friends, kind of do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and it could have prom could have been cool. Um, but you know, to me, I didn't want to go with my friends. And what we're gonna sit on the wall and drink punch and we rented a tux and now we're going home or whatever. And, and I, any excuse to not be at school, I would take it. But I mean, if you had like a girlfriend or something, or like if I had a girlfriend, I totally would have gone and it totally would could have been fun. Mm-hmm. And if there was a promise that it was going to be like the movies when you went to prom, I would have gone. But you know, I, at that point I wanted to play video games with my friends at home because none of us were going because it's expensive and, and you got to rent clothes and shit, too. And it was just like, why, why are we going to go? Like, y'all are going to get high at home. We're going to go play like League of Legends or something. I didn't even go to that school anymore, so. You know what I did for prom? What? I freebased crank and watched hockey in the <laughs> hotel room. <laughs> Sounds like a, like I, I, a, a I, great white trash prom to me. I went I went down there, and it was it was stupid. Well, yeah, like, the, was it the foil and the straw? Is that... Was no, that a different they're, they're, story? No, no. <laughs> they, I didn't have a straw. Um, we just kind of huffed over it. Mm. Um, but cool. I went down there for a little while. I, cool. I, I Don't do that, teenagers. No, no, don't. You um, said a bunch of teenagers listen to us. Yeah. And now look what you're, you're talking about freebasing crank, huffing it over um, some foil with your friends. Yeah. Man, um, come on. But be an example. I went down there for a little while. A good example. Ate dinner. And then all the dancing and the bullshit started. I'm like, this is fucking stupid. Let's go do math. <laughs> cool. Oh, uh, crank and God. meth are two different things. I and mean, yeah, one of them crank sounds is, significantly scarier by the title. Hillbilly Meth Junior is, it, is what that was. Crank just sounds like moonshine. They're like, well, we like meth, but we got our own way to do it, don't we, Cletus? <laughs> and then much. you see the camera pans over to Cletus and he's like, eh? So I remember he, he he looks like sloth from Goonies. Yeah, like, oh, he, you didn't you make the the recipe, Grandpa Cletus? <laughs> He's just drooling. I don't know a lot about Crank. <laughs> I know <laughs> who does. Um, well, all the people who did are dead. <laughs> so I've told it before. I think I worked at Schlotsky's, and uh, they hired this dork named Kevin. But he was a really nice guy. Like I really really liked him. Um, and his house was right in the back of Schlotsky's, like in that neighborhood. And he's like, Hey man, you want to come over like after work? And I'm like, sure, man. And he had the tray of joints. Yeah. Right. He, he came out and brought a McDonald's tray, which was cool. Cause he stole a tray from McDonald's yeah. and it had a bunch of joints on there. I'm like, fuck Kevin parties. I started selling weed for him at my school. Cause mm-hmm. I went to the rival school. Then I started selling acid <laughs> for him. Yeah. And then he told me one day that he had just bought the recipe. Like, look at this brown powder I got. He told me he just Uh-oh. bought the recipe for bathtub crank. I guess that you make in your bathtub. Uh, and then he got arrested. So thank God, because I would not have wanted to start getting into doing bathtub crank oh or selling God. bathtub crank. But thank uh, God he got arrested. Shout out to Kevin. Sorry, I Kevin. You sounded cool until you got he got the greedy. Bathtub crank. He got greedy. He was building an empire, man. But uh, Kev, crank, man. man, crank. Kevin, you would have never King Kev, man. Guess yeah. that Kevin would have would have done that. He was a really he he was a very interesting dude. Like the you, Schlotsky you, savant. You would have liked him. Yeah, he was. He sounds like a ball. McDonald's tray of joints. What's yeah. not to like it about was, that guy? Yeah. All right. So this movie starred Patrick Dempsey. Starred. Courtney Gaines. Seth Green as the little brother. The biggest actor in it. And Paula Abdul did the choreography. But I want to tell you about Courtney Gaines, who played she did the, Cindy. The anteater ritual? 
Probably. <laughs> Paula Abdul make that? Probably. Oh, you know what? Courtney Gaines was actually the redhead guy um, who was actually, he played a guy named Malachi in Children of the Corn. I've never, I never did see that. Yeah, he, he was the bad guy. Let me, let me find out. Okay, so Amanda Peterson is, uh, is the girl. Cindy? Yes. What, uh, what do you think became of her? Well, there's a stereotype that I feel like I have. Well, there's a stereotype that I feel like exists in the world where, like, if you're in high school and there's a girl that all the guys have a crush on because she looks like she's, like, 25, it's, like, they, I feel like they crash and burn. You know, like, I don't know what does it, like, if there's, like, attention, like, they get so much positive attention that it fucks something up. But I feel like for every actress who looks way older than she is, I'm like, I don't expect anything good. I feel like she did bathtub crank. Here's a uh, because she looked she looked good in this movie. She was pretty. Yeah, I don't I don't know if she was 17 and looked 25 or whatever, or if she was 25 trying to play a 17 year old. But well, here's uh, some pictures of her 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 later years. Okay, so she did bathtub crank. Died yeah. at 43. She's dead. She, yes. Wow. I mean, look at these pictures. Are you surprised that that she's that second? They all are bad, but that second picture, the double black eye. Yeah, that's that's sad. It's it's basically if you've looked ever looked at faces of meth. Yeah, which I highly recommend that you do, especially you kids that are listening who thought, man, I'm going to do bathtub crank after listening to Vince. Yeah, those go, are go look valuable lessons. Faces of meth. Go go look that up. And and how great is that? You know, maybe maybe when you were a kid, yeah, having a phone, yeah, no way. But you couldn't look up faces of meth and then go look at you. You did crank, you piece of shit. <laughs> but if you could have looked up faces of meth dot whatever, maybe you would have been too scared. Maybe. And then you never would have tried. <laughs> but then we wouldn't be laughing about it today, right? Yeah, that's All not right. a great thing to laugh about. Yeah. Just so- laughing that you're not have a horribly addictive personality and just didn't. Continue using. So she had uh, bipolar disorder. Okay, Jack. What a weird something you have. Loser. In, uh, yeah, a little something you have in common. <laughs> yeah, arrested multiple times uh, for assault for DUIs. Uh, she was um, found dead at her home in Greeley, Colorado. University of North Colorado is out there. I'll be going there uh, next summer. Um, maybe we'll go by yeah, her gravesite. Come see us. We'll go by her gravesite in Colorado. Yeah. Uh, said the Weld County Coroner's report revealed Peterson died of an accidental morphine overdose. Morphine? Yep. It makes me really, really sad. And she's probably child star, too, and child stars, you know, kind of just doomed in all of history. They're just doomed to have something bad happen. Knowing about it is just sad watching her, knowing that, I mean, because you were on top of the world when this movie came out, because it was hella popular. Yeah. And then, just I mean, you got one life. You know, and and when you go that route, it's just it's just sad. You know, yeah. it's just sad. It, it's kind of like I watching... feel like they're not dead. Like, oh, what do you think happened to this yeah. actor slash actress? It's like, oh, they had a really bad binge, and you know they don't get any roles anymore. And now you know they were seen working at Wendy's or something. Mm-hmm. But and yeah. that's sad in itself. But they're not dead. So that's kind of shocking, especially forty three. Yeah, and that's really? that is early. No matter like what. Oh, I know. Country or continent, whatever. Yeah. It's just just sad, man. Seeing those pictures of her, you know, it's somebody's daughter. You know, she yeah. had kids, I think. It's just, it just sucks. It's just sad. Drugs, man. 
All right, favorite part? Um, and it's not a favorite part of the movie, I guess, but more my favorite part while viewing it, people watching. I just, I love seeing the fashion, and 80s is where it's the most wild and wacky, so I, I, mm. get, a, I get a really big kick out of it. I think that's my favorite part, too. I mean, I talked about everything that I saw in here that reminded me of, you know, my days in the 80s from the moose and the BMX jumps and the handcuff belt and the old Doritos bag. Just in the houses they were into. Because I've seen this movie multiple times. And every time you watch a movie, you see things that you didn't necessarily see before. Yeah. So it was really cool noticing all the stuff. Because when I started noticing some stuff, then I really started paying attention. And I just took it all in and trip down memory lane, man. It, it was cool. All right. Bucket of chicken. Um, okay. So when someone casts a movie, it's not, is it generally like one person or like a team? I think it's a team. So if it's a team of four or a team of two or an even number, I'm going to split it down the middle and give it to half because the main character, I think he was cast terribly. I disagree. I, I don't think he was particularly nerdy and I don't think he was particularly hunky, if at all. I I found him to be annoying and just like hard hard to look at honestly. He was he was kind of a weird looking guy and I didn't like him. And that's not just me saying that after the fact of the movie. As soon as I saw him, I was like I don't like this guy. Before he spoke, before he did anything, he's just like riding a a, a riding lawnmower or whatever. And I'm like I'm not he got hunky. He looks a lot better now. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's a, the, the silver fox kind of guy. He's a hunk, isn't he? But yeah, he, he looks like a dentist that you want to bang. Yeah, sure. But I, back then, I just, I did not like him. Okay. Um, yeah. But I think the supporting characters were cast well. Even the main lady, who the, the one who died, she was perfect. And her friends, who were just along for the ride, and they were rude, too. And then, you know, the the douchebag friends and, and even the nerd friends, they were a little bit weird. Like the the blonde one with the flat top and the leather jacket, I just now put together who I was thinking of the whole time. He's like the annoying kid from the Polar Express. He looks the same. Yeah, the same haircut. And yeah, I, I thought they were casted pretty good. The weird nerd guys, ginger guy, his little brother, his parents. Uh, I think everyone was cast pretty good. I, I can kind of lump this main character into my Anthony Michael Hall of, okay. you know, 80 yeah. movie, 80s movies characters that I just, that are appalling to me. I, and I just can't deal with it. I'm going to give it, uh, I have a hard time with this word, posthumously? Posthumously? Pos- I think it's posthumously. Posthumously? Posthumous. Posthumously. Yeah, like pos? Yeah. Th? Posthumously. Misly, posthumously. I, I believe something like that. Pos, I'm going to give it it's to a weird looking word to uh, Amanda Peterson, uh, posthumously, <laughs> uh, because I thought she was great, man. Really, she was good for the. I, she wasn't always a bad actress. Just that when she was drunk and calling him out, that it was very poorly delivered. But she had some great facial expressions, like when she was letting him read her poetry. She was. She had that great look of. She's very vulnerable mm-hmm. right now. She's sharing something from her heart that she's never shared with anybody else. She had it hidden uh, behind some stuff on a shelf. You know, she's looking at him. Basically, she just completely handed him her heart. 
you know, and she's just looking, what is he going to do with it? And she just, she's scared and she's nervous and she's hopeful. And I, I really think that her acting, she just, she just captured it. And, and when that she's kind of, that kind of scene is very relatable for a lot of people. Oh, you know? yeah. not, not everyone has been there, but I feel like most people will be there in a spot where, you know, they just kind of go for it and, oh, okay, well, all they can do is look. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, she, she, she captured it, yeah. I'd say. I thought she was great. I thought she did a great job. And so she posthumously gets my uh, bucket of chicken. All right. <laughs> Score time. Um, You know, I, I've been in a good mood talking, mm-hmm. so that always changes things. Uh, this movie's not passing, nor should it receive a passing score. I thought it was near up in smoke there for a while. I mean, this... For you. So... At the beginning... I thought we were like, I knew it was like an hour and a half, and I kept thinking it was almost over, like a bunch of times. And then we go to get our pizza, and there's 15 minutes left, and I was like, it's been an hour and 15? (laughs) Like, I, it felt super long, and I thought it was about to end, and then I realized, wait, there's a big fall that's supposed to happen. And I'm like... You know, seeing a big fall in a movie you love to watch is hard. And then it's like, I didn't even want to see the big fall. And I had to experience the horrors of a big fall. That's the formula, man. In a movie I didn't care about, but it but still you sucked. Did. But it still sucked. Because you did care. I wanted I, this. I truly did want this in R-rated because it yeah. could have been awesome. Because he's he was nuts. He was so willing to... He would have shoved his brother in front of a train to be popular. And it's like, you are a psychopath. You're you're crazy. I mean, I'll give it, I'll give it a 30. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, whenever I thought I was halfway through, but I was really just 15 minutes into this movie, I was thinking, this is maybe the worst movie I've ever seen. You gotta be shitting but, me. But the if it was in any other decade, I swear the 80s brought 30 points to this. Okay. Because I thought this movie sucked. It, it was just, it was bad. It was it was really fucking bad. But the clothes were cool. Billy Idol is still bouncing around in my head, and that was awesome. The format of the movie, though, while it's been done a trillion times, it's still one of those age-old ones that just, like, works. Whether the dork loses all of his friends at the start or not, dork, oh, ends up with hot cheerleader captain, whatever, you know, it's digestible. You know, no no, no part of this movie had me, you know, sputtering like, oh, uh, I hated this. It's just the acting, the cast somewhat, and it's just, yeah. I actually like this movie. I can't I, believe I it. I think it's fun. Um, <laughs> I liked it way back when. I still like it today. Um, I'm giving this movie an 80 for the 1980s. I liked it. There, I gave it I look, a 30 I, for the... 50 from the 1980s. I, I agree that that he was an awful person, and you kept pointing it out how awful he I, was. I, why does he I, win? <laughs> I, I agree, but see, I think at, at heart, he's a good dude who got caught up in trying to be something that he wasn't, and then he got high on that power and popularity for a little while, and it yes. changed the way he was. He's fucking 17. He's an idiot anyway. Truthfully, yes. He's a good dude. Truthfully. He's a good dude. He, yes, truthfully, he is a good person. He is. But, you know, like I said before, where do you get off? 
At, at what point do you stop writing free passes? You know, like if, if I, you know, kept getting DUIs and I eventually kill someone and you can, he's a good kid though. You got to get off at some point. You know, if I, he was if, an if, asshole, if you woke up a... one day and even the door to y'all's bedroom, I pawned it off for meth and I, I sold everything y'all own. Like you can't just keep being like, oh, but he, he's a he's a good guy deep down. He was you, just an you, asshole, though. Children out there, there will be a time in your life, maybe, where you don't want to give up on someone, but you have to. Doesn't matter if it's your son or your daughter or whatever. There is a line. There is a line where it doesn't matter anymore if they're family, whatever. I'm just about there. That you, yeah, that they have to be cut off. And you know what? This guy, he just kind of made way too many mistakes. And then with each horrible mistake he made, he cemented that that's what he wanted to do. You know? And it's like, okay, you're a lost cause. Goodbye. We we used to be friends, but he was drunk now I'm with just a speck of dust. Drunk with popularity. Doesn't even matter. And blind to what he was doing. Excuses, excuses. No, he was 17 you, and You can stupid. make excuses as much as you want, but. I don't know. I, I, that's just inexcusable. I like him. I like he that they crushed ended her heart. I, he did. He, he really, really it was did. Really she bad. Already and then loved the him. poem. Yeah. That was way, you, you, way across the line. You can't flip a switch and switch off your love, Jack. He did. She loved For everyone him. in his life. He, oh, we've been friends since we were children. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally fucking ignore you. I, that is like the worst. One of the worst things you can do is just pretend someone's not even there. Yeah, it's like pretty awful. For four months, he pretended his best ginger friend was not even there. That's, you can say he's drunk with popularity. That's just inexcusable. It's a shit that thing is, to do, for sure. That's just wild. Like maybe you can make a separation and be like, okay, this movie was good. You, and then he's, you know, on the side. It's like, yeah, he's terrible. I could not root for him. And when you you want a main character to be easily rootable for, he was demonic. He was evil. We watched it through two different lenses. I, I watched I would it through. Much rather root for Kenneth Copeland than this oh, guy. Oh, good lord, no, no. <laughs> but we watched it through two different lenses. I watched it through. He's a good guy. What a dream heart, cute boy who's who, evil. Yeah, and you and you looked at it as this guy's a fucking psychopath, right? So yeah. I can get if you looked at it like that. Yeah, I could tell that that you're pissed off at him and it and you hated him so much <laughs> that it, it lowers your score. The, but the I end get it. of this movie when they're going into the fucking Mesa, you know, they're uh-huh. leaving Las Vegas on their slow tractor and they kiss. It should have ended with. He looks at the camera and it does the Michael Jackson thriller thing. <laughs> yeah, and his his face, he's got the creepy yellow eyes. Mm-hmm. And, ah, 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 yeah. You know, because he's gonna behead her <laughs> and, and fuck her neck hole out in that desert. You know, he. There's a reason there was no sequel, and it's not because they couldn't figure out how to make one. She got on but, meth. But it's, <laughs> okay, no telling when it was right. if it was right. after this movie. But it's because there's no point. He, he he killed everyone. It would have been a slasher movie. All right, Jack. Anything else? No. Wasn't that's it, an odd way odd way to end it. But wasn't it nice doing a movie mugging episode? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was felt right. It felt right. I I agree. Felt good. So it's good to be back. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to episode number 214 of Movie Mug. And if you'd like to keep up with us, we're on Instagram at uh, Vince and Jack Official. We're also on Twitter at V and J Official. We're also on TikTok at Vince and Jack Official. Uh, you can email us at uh, Vince and Jack Official at gmail.com. It's so much fucking harder to say all this. I miss the you'll, movie you'll mug. Get oh my gosh. You'll get used to it. Um, yeah, we also have a website. Uh, guess what that's called? Uh, vincentjackofficial.com. You can go over there. You can listen to episodes of this and Father and Son Unfiltered. We have a uh, a link to our merch store. You can go over there and maybe uh, pick out something. It'd be a good way to support the show. And um, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Okay, we're trying to grow the shows. We could really use your help. If you dig the show, sharing is caring. Please tell a friend, man. Share it like you would share some bathtub crank. All right? It's too good to keep to yourself. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. It's pure. Mm-hmm. It, this is pure, uncut, guys. Well, I edit out a lot of shit, but it's pretty much uncut. <laughs> and it's a lot more than the dime bag's worth. Hell yeah. Hells yeah. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to go over and check out our other podcast, Father and Son Unfiltered. And also, don't forget to have yourself a movie mugging day. See ya. Twenty-five seconds after reverse cowgirl, we're going into the pile driver position. <laughs>